Hey there, it's Mike Tramp, and you're listening to White Lion Fever, where rock and roll is still alive like it always has been and it always will be. Okay, we're in the wilds of Northern Wales, and it is way after midnight, and it's probably the latest I've ever done an interview. I've got Bobby here from Molly Hatchet. You've probably done interviews later than this, haven't you? Oh, my goodness gracious. How you doing? I'm good. Steve, thank you for coming all this way. Listen, I thought I came a long way from Florida, but you came all the way from Australia, man. My hat's off to you. <laughs> you know, I think that's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, but thank you for taking the time to doing this. No, no, that's fine. Um, I've got to admit, I, like, I think a lot of people have Molly Hatchet albums. Um, I went to the show tonight with no expectations, good or bad, and it was pretty amazing, actually. Um... And again, I, I hate those interviews where the interviewer just sucks up to the guy at the start of it, no. but but it, but it, but really sort of had some authenticity about it, which is, um, I suppose, it's not something you can fake, is it? You know? No, I mean, no, not at all. Mm. I mean, we, we came here, we came a long way, you know, just like mm. you, but we, we came here to, to, to Southern Rock and Roll, you know, and we were in Florida, you know, a few days ago, it was eighty something degrees, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to come up, you know. Flew into London, wanted to drive up, you know, see this countryside, you know. We saw, like, a lot of sheep, you know, <laughs> a lot of beautiful, beautiful green, you know, mm. valleys and mountains. And I got to tell you something. We pulled into town. We saw the most amazing mountain, like, mm. near, right on the shoreline with this castle on top of it. I mean, it blew mm. us away. Seriously. Mm. I mean, it was pretty cool, you know. It was like, wow, let's go there, you know. And we didn't know what to expect because we haven't been up here, you know. Mm. It's been a long time if we have, and it's been forever. But had a had a fantastic time, you know, just coming into town. Everybody's been so nice to us here. And, and the show tonight, you know, it was packed out. You know, a lot of, a lot of you know, true southern rock and rollers there, you know, that really, really wanted to hear Molly Hatchet music, you know. And we want to definitely thank them for coming out. But... Um, you know, I think to come into these areas, you know, and to bring our our brand of, of Southern rock and roll, you know, and have it translated to the people, and for them to you know accept it and and you know give us back that that high powered energy that they're receiving, you know, mm. I mean it's really cool. We love it. Tell us what happened right at the end of the show because um, I think there was sort of an announcement. Oh, they want us to go off. We're not going to go off. And then the PA seemed to be pulled. You the mic was dead and the what happened right at the end there well from what i understand uh that uh, a couple of the other bands that were in front of us they played over a little bit mm. and we were trying to keep it on time for the promoter you know I mm-hmm. mean, we're a bunch of southern boys so we try to you know <laughs> cooperate mm. and um and i think some of the other uh bands kind of went into our set you know mm-hmm. um uh on our time schedule and they asked us to come off, you know, so the last band could go on, and uh, and we did, you know. And mm. we, we had about three or four more songs that we really wanted to play for everybody, but, you know, we did what they asked us to do, and, and um, you know, it came off, you know. But we still had a great time. I mean, Over the years, um, you haven't toured overseas, what, as much as you'd like? Would you like to have toured overseas a bit more? You know, I think we're, we're touring smarter. I think mm. we're being more effective now. You know, we're being selective with our dates. You know, let's face it, we're in a bad economic crisis worldwide. Mm. You know, you don't want to get in a tour bus and sit out on the road, 
you know, for five days waiting on a show. And, you know, you just don't do that anymore. You know, I've been able to take, you know, pretty much, you know, the bull by the horns and say, okay, let's take the selected dates, the high profile dates, the dates that we can get the music out to as many people as possible, you know, mm-hmm. in any given time, you know, and turn that into an event, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what we've been able to do. So. Okay. Um, it's very late, so I'm not going to hold you up too much. I, I said before we started three songs. Um, so first one, what's your first song? The first song that I like. The or, one you like to play. We're going to play now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think, I mean, come on. Devil's Canyon. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. That was, uh, that was an amazing thing for the band uh, when, when that song was written. And, and to be able to record it, you know, after so many years of, of not being with a label and then signing with SPV, you know, and to have it to have it come out worldwide, that was like in 1996, I think it was. Mm. So uh, Devil's Canyon really, really means a lot to us, you know, that one right there. And it's a long jammer, you know, and okay. we like it. <laughs> cool. This is Devil's Canyon! Tracks. 
from the Casanovas and you're on White Line Fever.
Guns N' Roses or not and you're listening <laughs> you're listening to White Line Fever okay welcome back to the program and we're on the 40th floor in Manhattan on uh, Park Avenue between 39th and 40th I'm here with Curtis Coons uh, from the United States Tom Hawks and it's a, a huge year ahead with the World Cup coming up and I'm sure there's uh, players all around the world who are looking forward to it um, what about yourself what sort of uh, impetus does it give you to know that the season's going to end with the World Cup um, just makes me want to just work that much harder starting now, and uh, uh, and just to uh, just try and get the the USA Tomahawks more on the map, uh, on the on the map worldwide, and uh, you know ultimately we're trying to get to that second round. So um, that's our goal, and if we uh, if we make that goal, I'll, I'll be pretty satisfied. What can uh, the sort of fans expect from the team as far as the makeup of the team? There'll be a few overseas-based players, will there, or will it be mainly be U.S.-based players? Uh, it's going to be a good mixture of both, I think. Um, and uh, from what you can expect um, from us, you're going to definitely see a lot of physical play um, mixed in with uh, some good finesse finesse play as well um, at our halves. So um, we're definitely going to be real exciting, and uh, I think we're going to have a lot more fans by the end of the World Cup. <laughs> now, um, most of the fellas are part-time, aren't they? So how, how sort of hard is it to sort of fit in training and, and, and all that sort of stuff uh, in between work, which is where you are now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, looking for me, I've got a little bit of uh, little bit of leeway with that, a little play with my time. But um, it's, it's obviously, it's a big challenge, um, especially in, you know, in the bigger cities like New York, Philadelphia, Boston, uh, where most of us come from. Um, it's very challenging, but... Um, 
you know, we all have a goal. Um, you know, work, you know, that puts food in our mouths and everything, but mm. rugby league, it, it's, uh, that releases all the, all the tension and everything like that. <laughs> so, um, we've, uh, we, we know what we got to do and, uh, we just, we just make the time. And how would you sort of sum up the way the sport is, uh, going here in the United States? Cause there's been division in the last couple of years, but, um, I mean, how are things going, do you think, generally? Um, I think they're going pretty well. Um, obviously, they could be better, um, but uh, I think they're going pretty well. The competition on both sides are, are pretty strong, and uh, uh, I just look, uh, look forward to the day that we all can combine as one, and uh, it'll, be a, it'll be a better day for USA Rugby League um, in, in that aspect. And um, there's sort of growing powers both north and south, isn't there, with the Caribbean and also Canada are very active and enthusiastic. Yeah, Canada's got a very, very good uh, uh, locally based team. Um, we they challenged us uh, just this past year two or three times. We're lucky a way to come out with a cup, but um, I look, definitely keep your heads out for those guys in the future. Yeah, um, and sorry, and with Jamaica, um, they've uh, they've been pretty quiet. I think less. Uh, a little bit, but they're they no one to sleep on as well. They can they can take it from you at any moment with their with their uh, physical skill. Mm. Yeah. And finally, um, what sort of NRL or Super League players might we see in the United States team? I don't know if you, how much you could say. But, uh, any names? Um, I don't really know. <laughs> I know of definitely uh, Joseph Paolo. He'll, yeah. he'll most likely be there. Um, uh, Matty Peterson's. Um, I talked to him the other day, and he's he's. Uh, Trying to, I think he had a, a hip injury before, but I think he's trying to come back from that as well. Um, maybe David Miles will be back. Um, there's a couple other names out there as well, but um, haven't really talked to them or, or met them yet, so uh, we'll see. <laughs> Thanks for talking to us, Chris. Cheers.
Hi, this is Michael from Bonafide and you're listening to White Line Fever. <laughs>
How you doing, everybody? This is Bobby Ingram with the group Molly Hatchet, and yeah, I am down under, okay? <laughs> this is awesome. It's great to be here. It's great to be on your radio station. You're listening to Steve with White Line Fever Radio. Keep rocking and keep rocking Southern style. Okay, so welcome back to the program. We're in New York City. We're at the Cutting Room. I don't know much about the history of the place, but it seems to be quite a new place. It just reopened, and we're with Bumblefoot uh, from... Guns N' Roses, and tonight he's with Wildflowers and Tony Harnell, and maybe we should start by talking about that, Ron, by your other name. <laughs> um, how did you end up in this band? You first met Tony Harnell 20 <laughs> years ago, is that correct? 20 years ago, we were going to be putting a band together, and he was, you know, TNT was on the rocks, and, and I wasn't doing anything at the time other than my own band, and so we were going to put something together, but it didn't work out back then, but we always had each other in mind, and I've always been a great fan and admirer of, of his, you know, he's amazing. So, so yeah, years so, later, we, we met up, actually it was at a, um, backstage at Nine Inch Nails a few years ago, and we met again, and, and then more recently at, uh, at NAMM, we met up there just in, a year ago in January of 2012, and, and we started talking about it, he was telling me what he's doing out here, and with this acoustic thing, I went to see it, and I loved it, it was just so good, and I was like, hey, you know. We just started talking about working together and finally doing it 20 years later, and we're doing it, so yeah. Now the band you were going to put together 20 years ago, what would it have sounded like? Is there, did you actually record anything, or? No, we just, we met up, we, you know, we played a lot of each other's stuff, we just played demos to each other, and, and just talked, and that was it, but it never got past the talking. Yeah. And, and how is this project going to work? For you, like, uh, do you, how are you? How involved can you be with your other commitments? Oh, with this? Mm. Um, well, you know, when I can't be here, I have someone that's that's going to take over for me to do it. So, I have a uh, what do you say? Uh, a replacement? Stunt double? Yeah, stunt double. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to think of it. A stunt double. Yeah, it's like that's the right word. Replacement and understudy stunt double, perfect. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I got a stunt double, and to take care of it when I have to be on the road and everything. But yeah, you know, I'm writing music. He's writing lyrics, and we're recording it, and we'll put out this this EP very soon. Uh, all acoustic with uh, with Cassandra Soto's on violin. She mm. kicks ass herself. She's mm-hmm. And you're using pledge music as well. So, how how was that? I mean, like um, it was um, great. I mean, mm. a great way to have support from people and and offer them incentives that aren't mm. the usual thing. Like even tonight, you know, there's people here that pledge to be part of the sound check, and you know, they came and hang out, hung out for that, and things like that. And, mm. and so it's good. And then anything beyond a certain point, which we did hit, is going toward toward a. Uh, a breast cancer organization for a you know, fundraising group there. So Now, so before cool. we go to the first song, Tony has said that well-known musicians, quote-unquote, will be involved in an electric version of this band. That's and, the plan. And, yeah. yeah, any names? Can you drop any names? Um, I mean, we've talked to a few people. I don't want to mention any names. <laughs> um, we'll see what happens, you know, because at yeah. this point, we're still just thinking acoustic. We haven't moved it on to the next thing yet. But right. I mean, we've reached out but, to a but, lot of the local drummers and bass players and yeah. and there's overseas interest from promoters I mean you'll be touring sure. outside the US oh yeah I mean if yeah. we're going to do it it's everything today is worldwide it's not mm. a, you know 
Okay, we're going to go to a song. You can pick any song in the history of recorded music. It's my job to find it. Uh, <laughs> okay, but you can pick something of your own as well. You know? think? Uh, all right, how about? I think you got a lot of metal listeners out there. So, how about the song Invisible? Fill my head Now I know what it's like to be a busy body 
white light fever. Going to run land down under. Going to turn around the corner way down yonder. And I'm not even going to try to rhyme anymore. Michael Monroe here for White Line Fever and Dig Michael Monroe Sensory Overdrive, the album, the band. You get a chance, come and check us out live. We're going to rock your socks off and whatever, rock like fuck. That's what I say, okay? <laughs> come on down and rock on.